Good morning. This is Long Island Morning Edition on 88.3 WLIW-FM, heard in Western Suffolk on 96.9 FM. I'm Michael Mackey. Long Island Railroad Acting President Robert Free, speaking to the Long Island Regional Planning Council yesterday, announced plans to purchase a battery-powered rescue engine for the Grand Central Madison Tunnels. This engine will have the ability to go in and rescue a disabled train that we can't get out of the tunnel and not have to operate on third rail power nor on diesel power. So it's really a great technology, Free said. Now I hope we'll never have to use this engine. Free did not disclose any other details of the purchase, including how much it was costing the railroad, who was supplying the locomotive, or when it would roll out. Alfonso A. Castillo reports on Newsday.com that if realized, the new rescue locomotive would be the LIRR's first real foray into battery-powered trains. In 2021, the railroad began studying the feasibility of using battery electric multiple units on its Oyster Bay branch. The technology would have allowed trains to operate on third rail power where available, then switch to battery power where it's not. But the LIRR abandoned the project in 2022 after several concerns arose, including the high cost of retrofitting trains with batteries and the need to remove seats to make the batteries fit. Long Island Railroad officials said at the time that they were still interested in incorporating battery technology in future fleets. Long Island Railroad Acting President Robert Free, speaking to the Long Island Regional Planning Council yesterday, announced that the Metropolitan Transportation Authority in December put a contract out to bid for the construction of a new station in Yapeg. Alfonso A. Castillo reports on Newsday.com that bidding opened on January 31st for the new East Yapeg station, as it's referred to in published MTA documents. The contract, which is estimated to cost between 10 and $50 million, calls for a two-train car platform, parking lot with 50 spaces, a platform shelter shed, and a kiss-and-ride loop for drop-offs. The contract would also require the construction of an access roadway linking it to existing roads and the demolition of the existing Yapeg station on Yapeg Avenue and Park Street. The Long Island Railroad has said it is looking forward to moving the existing station farther east nearer the Brookhaven National Laboratory, one of Long Island's largest employers. Free said the contract would be both for the design and construction of the new station, hopes work to begin before the end of this year. A Southampton vacation home owned by the Hilton family is set to hit the market for the first time in 25 years. Ariel Dollinger reports on Newsday.com that the home, owned by Rick and Kathy Hilton, is listed for $14.95 million, confirmed the Cochrane Group, which is listing the property. The 10,500-square-foot house sits on 2.7 acres within a gated community, listing agent Jared Segelman of Corcoran wrote on Instagram. The Hiltons, whose children include the reality television personality Paris Hilton and designer Nikki Hilton, purchased the Fordoon Drive Southampton Village home in 1999 for $2.385 million. They would have access to Fowler's Beach there. 
Six Riverhead residents are among 31 alleged members of a subset of the Bloods Street Gang facing felony charges under a 103-count indictment announced yesterday by Suffolk County District Attorney Raymond A. Tierney. As reported on RiverheadLocal.com, the long-term investigation that led to the indictment covered 34 separate incidents, including 18 shootings, three armed robberies, three long-term conspiracies, including a conspiracy to commit murder, and the recovery of 12 loaded handguns used in 13 shootings and armed robberies. A 44-year-old schoolteacher was shot and killed by gang members on April 1, 2023, in Hempstead, according to the DA's press release. Per the indictment, the defendants are alleged members of the Bloodhound Brims Street Gang, which Tierney described as an established and organized subset of the nationwide Bloods Gang. The investigation into a series of violent acts allegedly committed by members of the Bloodhound Brims got underway in early 2022 and was conducted by multiple law enforcement agencies, Suffolk County, the town of Riverhead, the town of Southampton, and federal officials. Over the course of nearly two years, investigators executed over 100 search warrants into residences, vehicles, and digital sources to gather evidence and intelligence about members and associates of Bloodhound Brems. The Biden administration has awarded $4.9 million to Suffolk County to replace the decades-old air traffic control tower at Francis S. Gabreski Airport in West Hampton Beach. Robert Brodsky reports on Newsday.com that the funding award, part of the Federal Aviation Administration's Airport Terminal Grant Program, represents about 30 percent of the more than $16 million requested by the county for the tower project. Another $3.35 million has already been secured in state and federal grants, records show. The remaining $7.76 million needed to complete the project, county officials said, is expected to come from the FAA or Gabreski's fund balance. The control tower at the county-run airport in West Hampton Beach was built in the 1940s and has outlived its usefulness and no longer meets federal requirements, according to to the FAA. The county expects to go out to bid on the project in the summer and to break ground in the fall. The existing 75-foot tower would be replaced by a new 164-foot tower, according to county records. Opening its expanded 2024 season, Shelter Island Friends of Music presents the Horsofsky Trio this Sunday at 3 p.m. in the Shelter Island Presbyterian Church. The piano, cello, and violin trio will play music by Franz Joseph Haydn, Shen Yi, and Dmitry Shostakovich. Admission is free. Donations are appreciated. A reception with the musicians follows the concert. The Horsofsky Trio has become a vital force in the international chamber music world since their formation in 2011. German critics proclaimed, This ensemble can play anything. They will be performing at the Shelter Island Presbyterian Church this Sunday at 3 p.m. Admission is free. You may visit shelterislandfriendsofmusic.org for further info. The lines of Long Island's four congressional districts would not change a bit 
under a new redistricting map approved yesterday by a bipartisan panel. Yancey Roy reports on Newsday.com that the Independent Redistricting Commission, under a court order, unveiled its proposal for boundaries in New York's 26 congressional districts, and more than 90% of the proposed map looks just like the current one. The map still must be approved by the New York State Legislature. The five Republican, five Democrat redistricting commission said only three districts contained any noticeable political changes. Ten were not altered at all, including those on Long Island. The most noticeable changes would improve Democrats' chances at flipping a district in the Syracuse area and tinker with adjacent districts in the Hudson Valley and Catskills to slightly help a Democratic and a Republican incumbent. In Nassau and Suffolk counties, no changes were made to any of the four congressional districts, which currently feature three Republicans and one Democrat. That's because commissioners couldn't come close to a consensus for the region. Long Island was the toughest place of all to consider changes, Charles Nesbitt, the Republican vice chair of the commission, told Newsday. That's because we had vastly different ideas of where the line should be drawn. So in the end, we settled on the current lines and agreed to disagree. Next, the maps will be forwarded to the State Assembly and Senate for approval or rejection, a vote that likely will occur no later or earlier than February 26th. This has been Long Island Local News on Long Island's only NPR station, WLIW-FM. I'm Michael Mackey.